Hey friends, and welcome to a new episode of the Daily Jenny Podcast with your host, Jenny Angerman. I'm covering all the life lessons and advice I wish I told my younger self. Whether you're just starting out in your career or a working woman looking to start a family, I'm spilling all the tea on things that aren't on the highlight reel of societal norms. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get uncomfortable. Hey guys, if you've already clicked play, I just want to thank you for being here. Uh, My main goal for this podcast is to really just create a sense of belonging, a sense of community, and really for you to feel comfortable. So whether you're here for support, need support, um, looking to learn more, or just curious, um, I'm really glad you're here. So I've been thinking about starting a podcast for a while now, um, and really kind of the first step is the hardest, um, is really just me getting out of my comfort zone as I sit in my office um, talking to myself, which is a pretty unnatural thing for me to do. So I'm really just kind of learning to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable, which is really just a big part of what this podcast is about. This last year has really been unprecedented, which I know we're really sick of hearing that buzzword, but it's just so true. And each and every one of us has really had to pivot or reinvent our lives in some way. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that. Um, I know it's been really hard for those who are at home with their kids trying to navigate remote learning, those who are teachers trying to navigate how to do learning either in person or online um, with all these new rules in place, those who are working on the front lines, and even those who have transitioned to a completely at-home work environment, which is the case for my husband and I. This last year has really just had us all need to step up and kind of learn what this new normal is. So before we dive in here, um, I just want to put a full disclaimer out there that I really have um, not mastered the podcast world, and this is really one of those learn-as-you-go operations. So um, I hope that you enjoy it, and I hope that you'll stick around as we have more conversations with one another, Um, but we'll just go ahead and dive right in. So I thought that I would start by telling you a little bit about myself, and this is going to be in a very technical way, um, just so you can understand some of the themes that we'll talk about on this podcast, but I promise to bring this full circle. Um, So just to start, I was adopted when I was 11 months old from Calcutta, India into a white family. Um, I also do have an older brother who is also adopted from India as well. Um, I grew up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, but I often find myself really having to over-explain myself when asked the simple question, where are you from? Um, I'm literally that girl from Mean Girls that says I'm from Michigan and often met with a blank stare on the other side of the conversation, which kind of prompts me to feel like I have to explain myself, even though I, you know, honestly really shouldn't have to. I would say I had a pretty normal upbringing, and I say normal because it was like the 90s slash early 2000s. So we'd play outside until the streetlights come on. We'd ride our bikes. I'd go to my friend's house. Um, You know, all those fun things. In addition to, I played a variety of sports growing up. And then I also played the clarinet and was in the marching band a couple years in high school as well. One thing that I always respected is that very early on, my parents instilled the value of earning a living. So very simply, if I wanted to buy things, I needed a job. So as early as I could, I got my first job at 15 in an ice cream shop and have been in the workforce ever since. And even at some points in college, I had up to three jobs. Um, This is what worked for me. 
Um, although I did receive a full ride to college through the Kalamazoo Promise, I still needed money for all the other things. So including books for those courses, um, I wanted a car to get around, a laptop, car insurance, cell phone, food, clothes, um, you know, all those additional expenses really add up. So, you know, having three jobs worked, worked for me at the time until I was hired at the financial services company, which then I shifted to just like a 40 hour a week plus overtime. Thinking back on when my husband and I first started dating, um, and we kind of joke about this because I was working a 1.30 to 10 p.m. shift Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Um, Monday and Wednesday, I had classes all day. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, I worked a split shift. So I would wake up at 6am, go to work from 7am to 11am, go to my college classes in the afternoon. And then I would go back to work from 7pm to 11pm to round out my eight hours for the day. And this is also in addition to being 21. So I wanted to hang out with my friends. I wanted to go out every night and most nights we were out till 2am. So um, I never slept probably if I had to guess or I just didn't need sleep. And I really just kind of learned at what the hustle is very early on. I graduated from Western Michigan University with a bachelor's degree in public relations and a minor in advertising design. And fast forward to today, I'm working in marketing, specifically in advertising and design, but we'll pause on that for just a moment and then I'll circle back to the work. But in my last year of college, I had the opportunity to study abroad in France. I would highly recommend it to anybody that's in college or thinking about doing it. It was such a great experience and is really just very eye-opening to seeing how other cultures live. Um, But when I returned home after my eight-week program, my now husband and I went on our first day on a Monday night out of all days, and really the rest is history. We've been together for almost nine years this upcoming August and married for four years this upcoming September. They say that when you've met your significant other, you just know, and I really think that rings true for my husband and Andrew and I, and I'll save our love story for another day, but in this podcast, you'll hear about how we continue to work on our relationship to be stronger each day. We have two cute pups that will probably make their way in here some way or another. And I'm also going to talk about our struggles of trying to start a family over the past few years. And specific to that, life really makes it seem like so easy. And unfortunately, that's just not the path for all women and their partners. And speaking from experience, it can be very draining and overwhelming all at the same time. And I often find myself usually at like two in the morning, three in the morning, looking for a sense of community for infertility, and surprisingly, there's a lot of us out there. And what's always been really bothersome to me is that we're taught to not talk about these things openly, and I think that's a real problem. I think if women talked about these things openly, they wouldn't feel as isolated, they would feel supported, they would find that sense of comfort that a lot of women are really desperately looking for. I know I went on a little bit of a tangent there, so I'll circle this back to my work history. Um, I've worked in financial services for the past 10 years. This has been split between customer service in our call center and marketing. 
Um, I also do have five years of diversity and inclusion experience in which the last year and a half I was the president of our DNI council, which served just around 500 employees. And thinking back, um, I think it was because I have been surrounded by diversity throughout my whole life and why I'm so passionate and really why I think it's just so important to be openly discussed. So in thinking about my path, um, what led me here today was no mistake. Each step, each experience, each person I've interacted and networked with has really made me who I am today. And I'll say seven years ago is when my husband and I, who were just dating at the time, decided to pick up and move from Kalamazoo, Michigan to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we've loved every second since. Um, I will say collectively, we've had I think eight or nine promotions between us. We've both really worked our asses off. We've done countless overtime hours. We've unfortunately had to miss holidays with family. So now that I've told you a little bit about my personal and my professional life, um, I want to tell you guys a story. And just given the heightened focus around race over the last year, um, I've done a lot of kind of self-reflection on not only how I treat and talk to other people, but how others have treated and talked to me. And one thing that stood out to me is a comment that a kid I knew from my mom's church growing up, who also ended up going to my middle school and high school, had made about me. And I'll say he was not someone that I knew very well, so this comment really surprised me. He was also of mixed race, and for some reason, he was telling people that I was white trash. And I think internally, um, for me, since he said that, I just assumed that that was everybody's perception of me, and that was something that must be true. And so since that moment, I've really been hustling and working my ass off to prove to the world that I'm not white trash. And first and foremost, I'm literally not white. And just to clarify for anybody who is listening, if you press play, um, I'm Indian, I have brown skin. And I would also think that coming from someone who is of mixed race, they also wouldn't want to be called that. And I say like, you know, this is kind of funny, but not really because the comment was actually really hurtful. Um, When I was kind of talking to my husband about my outline, he mentioned that he never knew this. He never knew that like someone said this really mean thing about me. And I don't know if I forgot about it, buried it, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, whatever the case, I was able to turn my anger into my motivation and work really hard to get to where I am today. And that's something that I am really proud of. Um, And I'm also kind of more mindful of how I am treating other people. And I will say I'm not perfect. I think we've all probably said things that we wish we could take back. But one thing that I am hopeful for is we're all kind of now at this place where we are trying to be better. We're trying to be more inclusive. We're trying to ensure that people are feeling like they have a seat at the table with us, which I think is super important. Um, And I'll say, while I've shared a little bit of my story here today, it's really just the beginning and not the end. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I've been thinking about starting this for a while. 
But I will say my internal monologue has been spinning like crazy, kind of re-rehearsing in my head. And the fear of what others think or what will think has really hindered me from hitting the record button. But today I just woke up really hopeful um, and I didn't really expect to feel that way. Um, but today is inauguration day. It is for the first time in history that the vice president of the United States looks like me. And, you know, I've had plenty of role models growing up, but none that look like me. And even though I'm an adult who's 30 years old, this is something that's really important. This is something that really matters. And representation across all types of people matter. And just to clarify, um, I do want to say this is really not a political plug, but just the fact that for all women, and specifically women of color, young girls and women alike will look up and see that, yes, we can. You know, if you want to dream big and be the president of the United States or the vice president of the United States or an astronaut or a doctor or whatever you want to be, women are showing up in these places where we haven't been before. And this is the shit that is important. Each of us has a voice. So today is finally the day that I hit record. And if this helps one person feel less alone out there or pushes them to do something that they haven't done before, but they've always wanted to do, it will have really served its purpose. So we're about 13 minutes in and I'm getting nervous because I don't know what like the right time frame should be of these things. But if you've stuck around for this long, um, first of all, you're my favorite. Um, you're probably either my best friend or my mom or someone that I forced to listen to it. So whatever the case, I'm glad that you've stuck around this long, but you're probably also wondering kind of what this podcast is about as I've already probably talked completely way too much, but this is really going to be about all the different things that women deal with in their everyday life, but may not be talked about. I truly believe that the best way to grow for each of us, is to be able to have uncomfortable conversations. So here I am getting super uncomfortable. Even though you can't see me, I am sweating a little bit and I'm kind of shaky, but I'm pulling back my own curtain. And, you know, through this journey, we're going to talk about life, relationships, diversity and inclusion, navigating the corporate life, starting a family, and I hope that you'll continue to join me. So I just want to say thank you again for sticking around. This has been um, nerve-wracking, but also really great. And I'm looking forward to all the new episodes we're going to create together. Thanks for listening to the Daily Journey Podcast. If you have a topic or a question that you'd like me to discuss, you can email me at thedailyjourneypodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on the gram at thedailyjourneypodcast. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.